0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Daily Oz. It is a new year, but somehow still talking about the same news. Sam, how was your summer break? No doubt it was COVID filled in more ways than one.
1: It was Zara. I've just come back after a week with the spicy cough. Very interesting experience. A huge, huge appreciation for the health workers, everyone from the people at the testing clinics to people from New South Wales Health who gave me a ring. I mean, it was really incredible. I'm feeling okay, but excuse a bit of a croaky voice. How was your break?
0: I managed to dodge COVID, a spicy cough, but it does feel inevitable with the number of cases that we are seeing every day. So trying to stay out of trouble, but feeling relaxed, which I know a lot of people are not. So I'm very grateful for that.
1: Getting into today's news now, and from today, approximately 2.3 million children in the 5 to 11-year-old age group are now eligible to receive their COVID vaccine in Australia. Prime Minister Scott Morrison said, Vaccinating our kids is the next step in our national plan, which has continually provided us with a safe step-by-step pathway to keeping Australians safe throughout the pandemic.
0: There was some news from Queensland yesterday and Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk announced that the start of the 2022 school year will be delayed by two weeks because of, and you guessed it, COVID. COVID. Originally, students in Queensland were meant to return to school on the 24th of January, but the year will now begin on the 7th of February. The school year will be extended by one week at the end of the year until the 16th of December to compensate for the missed time. According to the government, the decision to delay was made to allow more children within the 5 to 11-year cohort to receive the COVID-19 vaccine.
1: To non-COVID news now, and at least seven people have died in Brazil, with at least three others missing after a rock fell on top of several tourist boats. Heavy rains are said to have caused the rock to loosen and fall at Furnace Lake. Rescue efforts are set to continue through to at least Monday local time
0: today's good news and we covered this story at the back end of last year but now canada has officially enacted its ban on gay conversion therapy after receiving unanimous parliamentary approval in 2021 it is now illegal to promote advertise benefit from or subject any individual to the practice
1: So Zyra, what we thought we would do today is kind of similar to a segment that I love on Stephen Colbert's Late Show called Meanwhile. It's the things you might have missed over summer that don't have COVID-19 in their title. There's a lot of news that is still making its way around. We could start off with looking at the case of WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. He launched an appeal to the British Supreme Court over his extradition to the US a few weeks ago, and this came after the London High Court ruled the extradition to the US can proceed.
0: Can you just pause there and just bring our audience up to speed if they're not across this case?
1: So Assange was charged by the US government with the publication of classified materials and conspiring to hack into US military databases. He faces around 175 years in jail, and he's been in the UK for about a decade now. He spent a lot of time in the Ecuadorian embassy, and now he's making his way through the UK judicial system, fighting this extradition charge to the US. Assange's appeal application is now under consideration by judges from London's High Court. A decision on the appeal application is not expected until after late January, but Australia has a really interesting role to play here. It could be the place that Assange actually serves his prison sentence, should he be found guilty in the US. After all, Assange is an Australian citizen.
0: Another major story that broke over the Christmas New Year period was that a jury found Ghislaine Maxwell guilty of sex trafficking. If you're not familiar with Ghislaine Maxwell, she was the former partner of convicted sex offender and disgraced financier Jeffrey Epstein. She had pleaded not guilty to a range of sex trafficking-related charges that she was ultimately found guilty of. She was found guilty of five of the six counts after the jury deliberated for five full days. She was, however, acquitted of one count of enticing a minor to travel across state lines to engage in an illegal sexual act. While Maxwell has been found guilty, no sentencing date has been confirmed yet. So that's likely to come in the first half of this year.
1: The third court case to bring you up to speed with is that of Elizabeth Holmes, the founder of blood testing company Theranos. She was found guilty on four charges of fraud and conspiracy and now faces years in prison. The 37-year-old was the founder of this company that planned to develop a new blood testing technique that could, in her words, revolutionize traditional blood tests by conducting a number of tests on a single drop of blood extracted from a finger prick. There were some really high-profile investors, the company was once valued at $9 billion, but it turned out to all be based on a number of false premises. And Elizabeth Holmes is now guilty of a number of fraud charges brought on by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission.
0: I did spend my summer holiday getting up to date on this story It was one that I just felt like I had missed out on so I was listening to an ABC podcast called The Dropout and I'd really recommend. It's a fascinating story and the Elizabeth Holmes case is just mind-boggling so it was really interesting to see the news break as I was getting up to speed with this case. This update came just days ago but it was a major one. Three men were sentenced to life in prison for the murder of Ahmaud Arbery. Travis and Gregory McMichael, the father and son who armed themselves and initiated the pursuit of Arbery, were sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. So there is no possibility of parole for those two. The third man, his name is William Bryan, he was sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole, but that's only after a minimum of 30 years. And that's for his role in joining the pursuit and filming the murder of Arbery. Aubrey was just 25 years of age when he was chased down and fatally shot in February 2020. A series of racial justice and Black Lives Matter protests followed the incident, but it did only gain public attention about two months after it occurred, when a graphic video was leaked online. The three men were arrested shortly after the video surfaced, and again, they were sentenced just last week.
1: So those are four pretty serious and major cases and legal developments that happened over summer, might have got buried in the Omicron headlines, but hopefully it's a little taste of the other stories that are happening around. We have information on all these four stories over on our Instagram. It's way over now, and I'm not kidding when I say this, Zara, 304,000 Australians get their news. (laughs) It's been a big summer for the Daily Oz over on Instagram. We have the not so fun task of bringing case numbers which have just gone up and up, but hopefully we've balanced that out with some good news and some really interesting insights and explainers from our wonderful journalists. That's all we've got time for, for the first edition back of The Daily Oz in 2022. Zara and I are going to be with you every weekday of the year. If you have feedback for the pod, we'd love you to DM us on Instagram, and you can now rate the podcast on Spotify. It really helps us as independent publishers, and we'll speak to you tomorrow.